0: later Trey Ware is still waking up Texas
1: informational I learned a lot of things very informative
0: this is the 550 KTSA morning news with Trey Ware
1: you know I think everyone should listen
0: now on FM 107.1 60 years after it came out, it finally makes it to number one on the Hot 100 charts. That's Brenda Lee, and we're walking around the Christmas tree. We are exactly one week away and I'm looking here at the headlines of the day and we're gonna get to the Cowboys and, and and Coach Hill and the Smithson Valley Rangers what a great year they had didn't it didn't do so well came up short this past weekend but that's all right they had a great year and congratulations to uh, not so much to uh, the Dallas Cowboys if you're a cowboy fan like me yesterday was a complete and total embarrassment here Cowboys here's your rear end why don't you take that and go somewhere so we'll talk about that this morning we'll talk about getting 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 ready for next Monday, Christmas Day. And looking at the rest of the headlines throughout San Antonio, all is normal. We got uh, construction delays, as uh, Captain Don Morgan just told you, on southbound I-35. And uh, we had shootings overnight. So everything is, uh, is normal in San Antonio, right? Oh, yeah, and motorcyclist dies after crash. Well, that's the headline anyway. I don't think he would die before a crash, but anyway, there you go. Uh, we'll start with the border because it's big news, and it's going to be big news uh, going forward here in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, and first of all, good morning. Phones are always open at 210-599-5555. I'm Trey. Right there is Jimmy. Right there is Elaine. And there is Don. And you'll hear from all of them this morning as well. Uh, the fact that there's a negotiation going on right now between Republicans and Democrats over the border should infuriate all of us. (laughs) I don't care what stupid letter you put behind your name. The fact that they can negotiate how many are going to come into country illegally, they're negotiating to decide how many they're going to let break our immigration laws to come into country. Oh, I mean, you know, are they, are they just going to negotiate on how many they're going to allow to break other laws? The theft laws, bank robbery laws, murder laws, rape laws. Are they going to just negotiate how many we're going to allow per year to break our laws? We have immigration laws. And I don't want to hear it. It's been broken now for decades. No, it works just fine when you apply the law. But the communists who are evil, who are running our government right now, are collapsing every single system in our country, including our border security. And the last time that we have been this insecure as a people was prior to 9-11-2001. That's the last time. And here we sit again with known gangbangers and known other criminals and known rapists and known terrorists who have come in because communists are running our government right now. And I'm talking about evil, evil people who are all about destroying our norms here in the country. And this is just part of it. But to think that they actually... I mean, obviously, listen... Obviously, for any thinking person now, you can be intellectually dishonest and ignorant if you choose to, but i don 't okay, I choose to be educated on these issues but if you <laughs> if you 're listening to what they 're doing right now, Republican and Democrat negotiators are saying, okay we 'll give you this amount of money for Ukraine if you 'll just a limit, uh, limit the amount of illegal aliens you lit in to this number. Which says, first of all, they have control over it, right? Because if they didn't have control over it, then there's nothing to negotiate. And what they have been claiming is with the systems program, we can't control what's going on at our southern border. Well, the hell, they can't. <laughs> They're saying we can cut it down to a certain number per day if you get us the money for Ukraine. Meanwhile, fentanyl, meth, and cocaine continue to come across our border and kill our people here in our country. Just this past weekend, in Ote Mesa, uh, Mesa, California, they found $10 million of meth and cocaine in vats of jalapeno paste in a truck coming across the southern border. 3,000 pounds of meth, over 500 pounds of cocaine, headed for the streets of America and for the veins of junkies and for our children here in this country. And they can control that, you see, because they're now saying, we're, we're ready to negotiate, we're ready to talk with you about how many of these we're going to let in the country. And today, U.S. Customs will suspend railway operations at the international crossings into Texas beginning today. Why? Because you've got all these people who are jumping on these trains and who are coming across and coming to the southern border on these trains. We've been telling you about that now for weeks and months, actually, that they've been getting on top of these trains and catching a ride to the United States. And you heard me for, you know, weeks now harp on these folks in San Antonio, meaning the city manager and the mayor and these guys, who have thrown the doors of San Antonio wide open and have uh, taken their position. In this human distribution ring that is going on, which involves our government, but it also, it's more than humans that, that are being distributed and trafficked across this country with our government's help. But it's also drugs that are killing our children. 67,000 illegal aliens are in New York City shelters right now. And by the way, those didn't come from Texas and Governor Greg Abbott. Those came from Joe Biden. And our tickets that we paid for, because many of them came through San Antonio, and Eric Walsh and Ron Nirenberg provided them aid and comfort and took them to the airport and put them on airplanes so they could fly all over the country. Mayor Adams here in cut number four, Jimmy, addressed this situation. And uh, he's keep in mind, he is a far, far leftist Democrat. And this is what he said about this over the weekend.
1: We had to do a real job of explaining to everyday New Yorkers that the federal government has abandoned uh, this important issue. That's a national issue. So they're angry and it's going to come out. I'm the mayor. (laughs) Yeah, you are.
0: But according to Joaquin Castro from San Antonio, and cut number two, if you want to control the border in any shape, form, or fashion, and I'm not talking about even completely closing the border, but according to Joaquin, if you just want to control it in any way, you're a racist. Listen to this.
2: I want to speak quickly to the Democrats in the Senate and others who are considering supporting this proposal if you do so you will be surrendering to right-wing racism and more than that you will be enabling it
0: you are a de facto racist if you work with the republicans on this deal to get the money to ukraine listen there should be no deal the deal is you close this border down And you don't let any anybody else break our laws. Think about that for just a minute. The Democrats' position is, we don't care that we have immigration laws on the books. If you are for the enforcement of our immigration laws, you are a racist, says Joaquin Castro. Remember, his mama raised him to hate this country. He's a communist, in my view. And he believes that this should be a wide-open border, and if you disagree, then, oh boy, you are a racist. And remember what his mama says and taught her two boys. I hate the Alamo because you white oppressors are on occupied territory. And as of today, nearly all Border Patrol agents in the Del Rio Border uh, Patrol sector have been redirected from border enforcement duties. There's nobody enforcing the border at Del Rio anymore. They are now processing, transporting, and providing humanitarian care for all the illegal aliens that are coming across. More than 5,000 illegal immigrants in local detention facilities in Del Rio. And the facility is meant to house... Less than 2,000. More than 2,000 illegal uh, aliens are temporarily detained in the Camino Real International Bridge in Eagle Pass, underneath the bridge there. Piedras Negras and Eagle Pass remains uh, shut due to the migrant illegal uh, alien surge. 32,000 illegal aliens crossed into the United States near Eagle Pass since the beginning of December. In Tucson, 40,000 have come across. The numbers are astonishing. The border is completely wide open. They don't know who these people are. They don't know where they came from primarily. They don't know where they're going because last week the Biden administration admitted, well, we've lost track of the 15 or so million that have come in since Joe Biden has been president. We don't know where these people are anymore. And they don't know their health status. We're watching on television, and we're hearing the CDC, and you'll see it on social media. If you log on, it's time for COVID again. COVID is back. It's very strong. It's virulent. It's getting us all COVID, COVID, COVID. When was the last time they checked anybody for COVID down at the border? When was the last time they gave anybody a booster shot or a Pfizer or Moderna down at the border? The answer is zero times. Now, that either means that means one of two things. Either the whole COVID thing is a farce, and they know it, and they don't care, and that's why they're okay with people coming in that they haven't tested or, or uh, inoculated, okay? E-e- either they don't care, and the, or, or the whole thing is just a farce, right? Or they're good with them coming in with whatever disease. And that includes diseases that we have eradicated before in this country. These tick-borne diseases that are now being brought in as people are wearing ticks who are coming in. TB and all kinds of other disease. Rat diseases and everything else are coming in through our southern border. And this administration says well we're gonna keep it open and uh, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Don't expect any kind of changes. In fact, yesterday, Alejandro Mayorkas, Mayorkas was walking through the Capitol, and uh, and uh, reporters were asking him questions. And once again, he refused to answer any questions. He's a treasonous traitor, and so is Joe Biden for opening our border. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And as always, uh, you can send me a, an email as well, Trey at ktsa.com. Traffic and AccuWeather together next. Trey Ware, KTSA.
2: Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing
0: Systems. Lars Larson, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us at News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. It's 523 now, Trey on 550, KTSA, FM 1071 on the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. And the phones are always open at 210 599 55 55 210 599 55 55. All right, Jimmy, how much did you lose yesterday when uh, when the Cowboys went south in a hurry?
2: Only 5 bucks. I didn't bet a lot. Oh. No. Nah. Oh. Well, you were smart. I had I had no <laughs> faith in them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an away game. We suck on the road. We're very God. good at home. You know, and McCarthy they admitted just... bad
1: after the game. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, just it, yeah. it's just how
2: it's just how this season's going. We're terrible on the road, which is bad for us when we make the playoffs.
0: You know what it looked like to me? Uh, I've been, uh, you, you, I don't know, but it looks to me like they were reading some of their press after they killed Philadelphia, and and they just didn't prepare. I mean, that cl- clearly that team yesterday was not ready to play football.
2: Okay, now let me go the other side of that coin. It's, yeah. a, it's an AFC team. Why show the NFC people what you can do when you already clinch a playoff? Just go on the road, take the loss, don't show anything. And, I know. and gear up for NFC because the Niners looked great. They're the cream of the crop in the NFC, uh, but uh, that's the other other side. Just so I feel better <laughs> right. as a Cowboys fan.
0: <laughs> no, you're right. it's it's a way to make you feel better on a, on a Monday where yesterday was just it was a total embarrassment. And I I get you. I hear you on. What time on, did I tell uh, you
2: I was going to bed? We were texting. What was uh, it? Five, it was like five o'clock. Five thirty. 530, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn. I was like because they were still. Yeah, I mean, was,
0: they were still playing, and you're like, "I'm I'm out of the I'm going to bed, man. I can't do anymore." And I I was I I, I get it, man, because I'm the same way. 20, I was like, it was okay, twenty-one okay, to
2: three, Don and Trey, and I were like, "Nope, done." Yep. Yeah, call it a day. Yeah, it was stupid.
0: But you know, like, and, and, and Jimmy, I, I hear what you're saying about you know you don't want to show your hand and all stuff. But I'm one of these guys. I want to win every time, and I want to win by a lot. I don't want to just eke it out, squeak it out. I want to go in there and I want them to hit the ground running and run it up to like thirty to nothing, like like Buffalo did to them. Yes, and get so far ahead that the the, the third and fourth quarter just don't matter. Anything after halftime doesn't matter. That's how I feel about it. I I, I get this whole thing about you want to keep your power dry and all this stuff. They just weren't ready to play football yesterday. Nah, their, their heads nah. and their hearts were somewhere else.
2: Don, yeah. you can agree there's only one coach and team that can go perfect and that's Don Shula. That's true. <laughs> it's it's, it's that's, been 50-something years, factual. but that's still the case. He's the only yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I guess technically one. your Patriots it, did, but they lost that Super Bowl. I didn't right. mean to bring that up. Well, I don't talk about that now. Come on.
1: <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, they get another AFC powerhouse this weekend. They've got the Dolphins.
2: Uh, we well, can we can beat them if it's yeah, at home. Now, is it at maybe. home? <laughs> I
0: was I was just about to say the the Dolphins are probably next to the Ravens, the best team in the league, and Forty and Nineers. At least they're the best team in the AFC, along with the with the Ravens. Right. So it's this weekend is we could see two losses. It's it's very possible that we see two losses. However i got to throw a little love the way of Coach Hill and Smithson Valley. Now, they lost this weekend, and it was a huge loss. It was at Jerry's World. They got rolled. Um, oh, boy, it was huge. 51-8 was the final score Ugh. on that one. But, listen, when you get that far, you know, that's just, just congratulations, Coach Hill and, and Smithson Valley, for a great year this year.
2: They, had, they hadn't made the state playoffs in a while, so that was good to see them back.
0: Well, and after watching their year, they could have beat the Cowboys yesterday. There's no doubt about <laughs> that. <in my mind. laughs> <laughs> hey listen listen I, I i I am a lifelong I was before I was even born, I was a cowboys fan so I can call my own baby ugly I'm not a hater. And for people who go online who continually hate the Dallas Cowboys and they all you know, the, the cowboy haters that are out there, I'm not one of those. I'm a cowboy lover and always have been. I have tried to divorce them several times. I mean, I have delivered papers and everything else trying to, you know, had had the sheriffs we, we did divorce papers, we didn't make it the ninety days. I cannot <laughs> I tried to give up on them. I really have tried to give up on them and I just cannot. What well, did they you They will have always a, be my team.
2: Do you have a court appointed attorney? You need a better attorney. No, right. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. awful. <laughs>
0: going in on the, cheap. <laughs> on the cheap but i i will always love them and yesterday they were just an embarrassment to me and every every other dallas cowboy fan so hopefully they'll get to fish uh, next weekend all right we'll take a quick break 210-599-5555 i got donald trump in the news the palestinian terrorist uh, organization supporters are just some of the lowest low lifes on planet earth and i have the audio to prove that. And we'll take a, a little look at uh, a little preview at your Christmas weather coming up as well. Trey Ware, KTSA.
1: This is Mark Sedansky. Officials amid increasing U.S. pressure on Israel to scale back the war. Secretary Austin also expected to address escalating attacks from rebels backed by Iran. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin landing in the region amid mounting tensions in the Red Sea. His visit coming after the U.S. and the U.K. say they shot down at least 15 unmanned drones targeting commercial vessels. No injuries were reported, but this is the latest intervention in one of the busiest shipping corridors in the world. Attacks by Iranian-backed rebels have increased since Israel's war with Hamas. Britt Clannett reporting from Tel Aviv. A manhunt underway near Houston for an escaped inmate. Authorities searching for 39-year-old Robert Yancey Jr., who escaped from a prison in Brazoria, Texas, south of Houston Sunday. State officials have provided little details about how he escaped, but say he was seen in a white Nissan. ABC25's KXXV later reported that Yancey's mother was arrested Sunday on a felony warrant during a traffic stop driving that Nissan car. Yancey Jr. was serving a life sentence for child sex abuse. And we've got a picture of Yancey Jr. on the Texas news page of KTSA.com. A murder charge against a 26-year-old woman dropped following the fatal shooting of a 22-year-old man in Kerrville. Police got the call Saturday morning to the reported shooting found Damon Tampke dead of a gunshot wound. Well, the initial investigation indicated that he hadn't shot himself, so police arrested the woman on a charge of murder. Travis County medical examiner performed an autopsy, which led to the dismissal of the murder charge. The woman was released from Kerr County Jail. A Texas congressman says the Senate and the White House will have to sweeten the current border deal to get an aid package for Ukraine and Israel through the House. The root of the issue is labeling cartels as terrorist organizations. And the other piece is holding these smugglers accountable that cause damage and kill Americans. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, GOP Congressman Tony Gonzalez acknowledged that what the Senate and White House want is much different from what the House wants. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas spent the weekend meeting with a bipartisan group of three senators over border security. Gonzalez criticized the White House because President Biden or Vice President Harris did not meet with the senators. KTSA News Time, 532. AccuWeather and Time Saver traffic next. KTSA
0: News brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Yeah.
2: It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's
0: a fact. It short. Sure is. With the
2: kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: And you are one week away it's from Santa's big visit. And uh, let me just uh, just take a look at the weather uh, real quick. Uh we're anticipating that it's going to be mostly cloudy and 70-ish uh, next uh, Monday. But, of course, that's still uh, obviously a ways off. So hang on to that for just a minute, and let's just see how it all plays out this week. The coldest high on Christmas was 1983, which was 30 degrees. The coldest Christmas low here was also 1983. It was a very cold day. It was 11 degrees. And the hottest high on Christmas you know, global warming and all that kind of stuff must be a recent deal. No. 1955 was the hottest high on Christmas. It was 90 degrees in 1955. Tell me about global warming again. I want to hear. I want to hear about the global warming and what how things are getting so hot these days, and we're all going to burn up if we don't give all of our money to the left-wing Democrats. Anyway, 210-599-55, 55, 210-599-55, 55. Well, Donald Trump made it to another UFC fight over the weekend and was treated like a rock star, walking in next to a rock star, and that's kid rock but he was treated like a rock star but he wanted to get a shot with the well a picture that is with uh, donald trump and uh and you know fist bumps and all those kind of things um and of course the left over the weekend on all their talk shows yesterday kept hysterically saying that donald trump is going to end democracy if he gets back in the white house and all that while they are actually doing that right They're the ones who are actually running a a banana republic. They are the ones that have actually ended the democracy in the United States. They're the ones who are actually weaponizing an arm of our government to go after somebody who is a political opponent to who they are. So they have actually done what they claim that Donald Trump would do if he got into the office. Remember, we have been hearing about and they did it all weekend again. Oh, yeah, he's going to be a dictator. On day one, he's going to be a dictator, so on and so forth, which is exactly how they are operating this government right now, the communists. And that's what they are, the evil communists who are running our government right now to the destruction of our country. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, his support continues to soar. Now, Fox News came out with a poll over the weekend He's at 69% in the Republican primary. Now, I'm not going to load you up with a whole bunch of numbers because, you know, the eyes roll back in your head and all that stuff. But he's up now against the other Republicans, seven points since November and 26 points since February. So tell me real quick how staying out of the debates has been bad for Donald Trump. It's actually been a really good thing for Donald Trump. That he has stayed out of the media largely, and when he's in the media, it truly is how the Democrats are trying to destroy him and his family, and they're doing all that they can. Jack Smith, again, last week, the guy who's going after Donald Trump in D.C. on January 6th, he's trying to keep this on a track to make sure that Donald Trump is in prison before the election next November, and he's working at it very, very hard, and he's got the help from Obama-appointed judges who are working in that same uh, vein. Meanwhile, back to the Fox poll for just a second. Ron DeSantis uh, 12%, Nikki Haley at 9%. Nikki is obviously at this point the Democrat and the establishment choice. She's the one that they have picked. She's the one who's now saying, well, Texas, you need to soften up on abortion. Don't be so hard-nosed about abortion in Texas now. Be a little bit, uh, uh you know, be a little more open to more abortions in, in the state of Texas. You need to... Uh, finesse the law, she said, on abortions now and go lighter on, on what you're doing. No, we don't. No, we don't. The system works exactly how it was intended to work. This was a test case last week with this Cox woman. It was a test case to see how it was gonna play out. But that's exactly she left the state to go get her abortion, and that's exactly how Republican is and I'm not I'm not talking about the party. That's how a republic, federalism, that's how it works. That's what we're supposed to be. And that's how it works. If you don't like the laws here, hit the road and go somewhere else where the laws match up with who you are. But it's ridiculous when you think about people from California, you know, you folks who came here from California, I love you, but don't be bringing your California politics to Texas, which is exactly what they're attempting to do. Look, with the border being wide open, and with people like Joaquin Castro saying, you're a racist if you want to control the border in any shape, form, or fashion. All that is are Democrats who are importing a permanent winning base, voting base, for themselves. That's all they're doing. And, of course, destabilizing who we are as a country. Meanwhile, Democrats can get away with anything. Now, this past weekend, and I, if you took a break... ...from the news of the weekend. I don't blame you at all, but this past weekend, it was an eventful news weekend. And I went back and I found some sound from Joe Biden uh, in 2020 when he was running against Donald Trump... ...saying that Donald Trump is a horrible person and decency is on the ballot. Remember that? We heard it over and over again. Decency is on the ballot. Decency. I will return decency. Meanwhile... We have, on Easter, we have people in rabbit costumes twerking on the White House lawn. We have trannies, guys from the waist down, girls' fake boobs, with their tops off, rubbing their fake boobs on the White House lawn. We have this ridiculous, cross-dressing stupidity of a video that the First Lady puts out for Christmas. No decency whatsoever. The President's crackhead kid's son is now indicted on tax evasion and it comes out this morning that his daughter ashley owes thousands of dollars in income taxes what joe what happened to pay your fair share jimmy we ought to pull that back up pay your fair share pay your fair share anyway decency the democrats are anything but over the weekend In the Senate hearing room, the very room that if you watch any of the hearings for, say, Supreme Court justice like Amy Coney Barrett or Brett Kavanaugh or or even the most recent Supreme Court justice that was put on by Joe Biden, if you ever watch that room on television where the senators are questioning folks, this weekend in that very room, a Democrat, Aiden. Mace Zaropsky of Senator Ben Cardin, Democrat from Maryland's office, had gay sex allegedly, but I I don't know how you say allegedly when you can see the video I, I I don't recommend it it's very explicit on top of those desks there and when questioned about it over the weekend he said, you're just homophobic You're just homophobic. And NBC says conservative news sites are pushing this story. Now, I've made reference quite a bit about you know the the downfall of Rome, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, and all those kind of things. And they were definitely where we are today. There's all the the similarities right before the fall of Rome, which they they turned on themselves. They actually wiped themselves out. It was not the barbarians; it was themselves. But one of the indicators of their downfall was how. Uh, Uh, degraded their culture had become to the point where they were having homosexual sex in their senate chambers in Rome prior to the downfall of Rome and here we sit in Washington D.C. with this democrat staffer having homosexual sex in the senate confirmation room and blaming Republicans and homophobia for this story getting out at all. This is where we are as a culture. This is where we are as a nation. And this is why, you know, with every election, people always say, well, this is the most important election. This is the most important election. This is it. This is the most important election. Well, this really is the most important election. So much hinges on this election. And that's why the Democrats are trying everything to make sure that Donald Trump and some common-sense conservatives don't ever make it back into power. That's why they're doing all that they can do. Are you awake? Are you awake yet to what they're doing? The Democrats can have somebody having gay sex in the Senate confirmation chambers And you're not seeing it on the mainstream news, are you? It's not anywhere to be seen. They're not talking about that. They're hiding it in every way that they can. They're sweeping it under the rug. Why? Because Democrats can do anything they want. Had that been a Republican staffer, you know what would be leading the news on ABC and all the other channels as well. But because it was a Democrat, it's quite okay. Well, let me just ask you, when you look at a wide open southern border and the criminals and the drugs and the gangs and everything else that are coming in, when you look at the end of the month and you see how much you're spending on everyday items and you see the moral rot with homelessness climbing, all across this country, and now the moral rot, obviously, inside the Senate chambers, the confirmation hearing room. Do you think it's a good idea to even consider putting Joe Biden's people back into power in 2024? If you just did a 40,000-foot view of our country right now, Would you think this is the most important election that has ever faced this country, including Reconstruction, including Civil War times? I don't see how it's not the most important time, a time in which we were born and a time that was put into our laps to do what is right for the people of America, for the future generations of this country, and the world indeed. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA.
1: What I know about courage... I learned
0: fifty-five, fifty-five, two-one-zero, five-nine-nine, fifty-five, fifty-five. 210 599 You can call in. We'll talk about whatever's in the news this morning. Also, uh, you can text me at that number as well. I'm going to uh, respond to some texts that I'm getting right now. Hey, our pledge number, by the way, if you'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance on the show, I'd love to have you do it. 210-654-5155. Now, that's my voicemail. You can just leave the pledge on there, and Jimmy will take it off and put it on the radio for you. And I'd love to hear you do it. 210-654-5155. Norma says, good morning, Trey. May your family have a wonderful and blessed Christmas. And thank you very much, Norma. I appreciate that. We have some really good plans with our family uh, for a week from today for Christmas. And I appreciate those blessings. And same to you and yours. And this guy won't ever sign his name. But anyway, you don't have any good thing to say about America. America's great. You don't like America, this democracy. You can just go anywhere you want to go out of this country. Take your suicide family with you, you white trash. Okay. <laughs> Well, first of all, I laugh at you. I laugh at guys like you and and uh, your your uh, absurd comments. Um, quite the contrary, I love this country. Uh, I I would say I love it more than you. I do not love what the current administration is doing to this country. And as long as I have a voice, you betcha, I'm going to fight back with my voice about what this current rabble, this current administration, is doing to destroy the greatest and freest land that this world has ever known. And everything from their energy policy, and listen, the the reason we are so prosperous and free and so advanced and so able to export wonderful things to countries like Haiti and everywhere else is because of our energy independence in the oil and gas industry in this country which made this country great the freedom to build what you wanted to build how you wanted to build it and take it to market the freedom to have energy uh, independence in this country made this country prosperous made this country what it is and uh and and this this administration headed up, by the way, by Barack Obama, is all about destroying everything about our country. Everything that made this country great. And future citizens, and I don't know this guy who writes me all the time, but future citizens, if you've got kids or grandkids, they are going to grow up as slaves to the government if we don't stop this now. If we don't stop this now, they're going to be slaves to the government. They're going to work to feed the monstrous, money-eating beast that is this government. And they will be told what they're going to drive, when they can go, how they can go, where they can go, where they're going to work, and all of those things, as communist dictators and fascists have always done. And that's what this administration is. They are communist dictators and fascists. And they are about destroying the freedoms and the prosperity of the United States of America for this whole globalist agenda and their beliefs that, you know, we gotta be a part of the global community and we gotta have one world leader and a one world government and so on. That's what they believe, and it's gotta be communism. That's what they believe, and that's what they are working toward. So, this is not just a difference of opinion. This is not just, hey, I'm a conservative, I'm a right winger. It's not that. These people are evil. And they have set about destroying this country, and if America goes down, the standard of everything else on the globe will go down as well. And we will live and our our kids and grandkids will live as slaves to a worldwide government. And so yeah, I'm gonna fight against that. You betcha I'm gonna speak out against that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the line on that. You bet and uh if you think that's wrong well you you're welcome to your opinion, but that's exactly how I feel about it i'm a I'm a constitutional literist, just as I'm a biblical literist. I believe in the Constitution. The way it was written was the what is supposed to constrain the government. And the government, meaning this group, has turned that completely on its head. And the American people are under assault and attack like we never have been before. Now, Merry Christmas to you too, sir. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Trey Ware,
1: KTSA. What I know about courage, I learned.
0: to ride at Sleigh Ride. <laughs> One week from today, Stan will be making his sleigh ride.
1: Just see those sleigh bells jingling, ring, jingle, jingle. Ring, 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 ring. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling friends are calling you. I just, I cannot believe that I
0: just, I cannot believe that it's Christmas time, again. <laughs> Oh, I know you've heard me say that, and I don't know, if, do you feel that way? 210 do you feel like the time is just flying by these days? I don't know, I, I, I do. Every time something like this, you know, another date like this comes up, I'm like, oh, God, we just did Christmas. We just did New Year's. What is going on? And here we are once again, and I wish you and your family the of Christmases, and I hope you're going to be together with all of your family and, and sharing and having a real good time. I'm going to have family and my crew all together. In the house, we do tacos and tamales on Christmas morning, and that's been a tradition we have done uh, for years. And we invite the crew over and the family over, and they're going to come. And certainly hope you have the same thing with all of yours. It's going to be good to see my grandbabies, who aren't babies anymore; <laughs> they're all grown up. Anyway. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me dive into the news of the day. Got a a thing coming up uh, this half hour on Matthew Perry because his uh, autopsy report was issued this weekend. The cause of death and so on. I'll get to that a little bit later on. But right now, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with Hamas, the pro-Palestinian terrorists, their supporters here in the United States, and. Those who are being released and the hostages who are now talking about what's going on in those tunnels where those rats are hiding out in Gaza. Anyway, let's start. Since it's Christmas time, Jimmy, I I do want to start with cut number one. This happened in Canada. Now, you have seen, I think, if you've been following the news, listening to this show, you have seen the pro-Palestinian terrorist supporters in this country who have been doing things like painting swastikas on Jewish businesses. Uh, In fact, Jewish Americans received 199 bomb threats, 14 states in one day, and it's a 541% increase in threats against synagogues just since all this mess started. That's here in our country. In Canada, it's Christmas time, just like it is here. And just like we have here, we got Santa Claus who stops by the mall to take pictures with the kiddos while he's busy doing all of his other stuff. He stops, he makes time to go to the mall so he can take pictures with the kiddos. Well, of course, the Palestinian terrorist supporters in Canada, just like the Palestinian terrorist supporters here in our country, including the folks over at Harvard, and I'm going to get to them in a minute including the, the ones that march in the streets and so forth. Well, they can't let little kids enjoy Christmas time. So they have been going to these uh, tree dedications, tree lightings, and stuff like that, and they have been shouting and they have been tr- you know trying to tear down the Christmas trees. They have succeeded on a couple of occasions. They have been breaking windows at Jewish businesses and so on. And so at the mall, Santa Claus was there in Canada, and kiddos lined up, ready to sit on Santa's knee and take a picture. And here come the Palestinian terrorist supporters shouting, screaming, and spitting on little children. Listen to this. Free, free Palestine!
2: Free, free Palestine! Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus. Jesus was
0: Jesus was Jesus was All right, Jimmy, that's good. You know, they're shouting and screaming uh, to these children who are waiting in line to sit on Santa's knee inside the mall, free, free Palestine, Jesus was Palestinian. <laughs> well, that's factually incorrect. He was not. He was... <laughs> He was born a Jew, raised a Jew, went through the whole bar mitzvah and everything else. Uh, He was not a Palestinian. In fact, nobody was a Palestinian in Jesus' day. There was no such thing as a Palestinian in Jesus' day. Didn't exist. It's a made-up term that the political forces... In the Arab states around Israel have made up and started calling people in the last century in order to try to bring down Israel and call Israel a bunch of occupiers of Palestinian territory. Simply not true. These Arabs that they call Palestinians, they're the ones who are occupying Israel's territory. And Israel allows them to occupy their territory. They are the occupiers. Israel and the Jews should be free. Meanwhile, man goes to a D.C. synagogue, and outside of the synagogue starts spraying people with some sort of obnoxious, odious, terribly smelling something or other, and is screaming, gas the Jews. This is in the United States. Gas the Jews. Hostages who are coming out of those tunnels from Gaza are talking about the horrors going on inside of those Palestinian tunnels underneath the Gaza Strip. And they have such incredible, uh, their eyes are so wide, and they are telling the IDF members, the Israeli forces, do not go down in there. There are tens of thousands of Palestinian terrorists down in there. They're running around all over the place. It's in almost complete and utter darkness. These people, the the hostages, are continuously being raped and so on and so forth uh, in these tunnels. That's what you're dealing with. And yet, this administration, because they are pro-Palestinian. I don't care what they say. I don't care their lip service. They are pro-Palestinian and anti-Israel and always have been. You heard Don reporting earlier this morning how they are putting pressure now on Bibi Netanyahu to stop, to quit. Why? Because they support these Palestinian terrorists. They support what these folks are doing, trying to eliminate the Jews. They always have. Barack Obama has always been anti-Jew, anti-Semitic, anti-Israeli. He has always treated Israel with contempt. He looks down on them with contempt, and it's no no surprise to me. Meanwhile, over at Harvard, remember all the conversation the last couple of weeks about what's been going on at these institutes of higher learning? Harvard hosted graduation celebrations for identity groups, like black, a you know, black celebration of, of graduation, dis- people with dil- disabilities graduation celebration, indigenous peoples, Arab peoples, Arabs, Latinx is what they call them, uh, another group latinx and lgbtq plus they all got their own celebrations you know who was specifically excluded at harvard the jews cannot have their own celebration everybody else could well white people white men and jews could not that's harvard for you meanwhile the palestinian terrorists continue to fire rockets at jerusalem trying to hit the holy sites I wonder how well that's going to go over if they blow up their own Dome of the Rock. I wonder, I wonder how that would play among other Muslims in the world if the Palestinian terrorists got lucky and hit the Dome of the Rock. So far, Israel, Israel and their Iron Dome have been able to protect the Muslim holy sites in Jerusalem. Now, you think about that for a minute. Think about the Palestinian terrorists who rape women, who do horrific things to people that I will not repeat on the radio, who are pushing for genocide of Jews, who take gay people and throw them off the bridges while their hands and their feet are bound so that those people die, who subjugate women in all manners to horrific men. Horrific. And Israel is the only democracy in that part of the world that protects gay rights and women's rights and the rights of all people to peaceably live together. And Israel, the Jewish nation, is protecting the Muslim holy sites from the Palestinian terrorists who are trying to destroy them. Now you think about that for a minute. And back here in the United States, new uh, polling that is out. Majority of Americans age 18 to 24 think that Israel should be ended and that land should be given to Hamas and the Palestinians. Where did they learn that? They learned that at uh, institutes of higher learning, wherever they went to college. And, yes, that includes UT, and that includes Baylor. And that includes Hobbit, and that includes Yale, and that includes most of those places, most of those institutions. These are extremist factories. That's what they are. Schooling in America today, nothing more than an extremist factory. They teach young people to hate this country and to hate Israel. And that's how you get polling that comes out from 18- to 24-year-olds who say that Israel should be destroyed and the Jews should be killed. You get that because they go to these schools that teach them these things. It's dogma. That's all it is. It's their own propaganda that they're teaching our young folks. Not to love everybody. Not to take care of everybody. Not to be industrious and go get a job and, and, and take care of society. No, 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 no. It's not about that. They're learning to hate and kill Jews. And that's why we have to cut off all taxpayer funding. If I was going to tell you to say one thing to your congressperson, besides the border, besides the economy and all that, cut off school funding. Until they get right and stop their dogma, stop their propaganda, stop their anti-American uh, uh, teachings, and cut off all funding. Not another dime. Anyway, all right, quick break. 210 599 55 210-599-5555. I want you to know about the greatest bank with the greatest bankers anywhere, and that's your family bank of Amogee Bank right here in Texas, a great source of capital for families here in our great state. Texas is known for loving on people and loving on families. We're all about being family folks here in Texas, and so is Amogee. Headed up by the great uh, friend of mine, David McGee, who believes in taking care of families, personal banking business, but also those who are considering a family-run business. So there's going to be some great opportunities that are going to come up in family-run businesses in 2024, and real estate and other areas as well. I'm I'm really convinced of that. But you've got to position yourself with a banker who understands family business and can provide the funding for your family business to be the success that you want it to be. And that, my friends, is Amagee Bank. They're focused on families in the state of texas so when it comes to your family's financial position and situation get in touch with your family bank that's amigibank.com amigina member fdic equal housing lender going to be partly
2: from all of us at news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071
0: all right Uh, trey we're here at 622 at ktsa happy monday to you week before christmas let's go to line one and tony you're on ktsa with trey and thank you for your call tony good morning
2: Good morning, sir. I I've been driving down the highway up to Houston and I heard your last comment regarding uh institutions of higher education shouldn't be funded because they're teaching students or people not to love each other that funding should be discontinued. And I thought that was a pretty blanket statement and just wanted to call it simply say
0: complete. And simply say what? You cut out there, Tony. Say it again. Did we lose him debate? Tony, say it again. We didn't get what you were saying because your your cell cut out. What what were you saying now? Egon. Okay, let's move on. I okay. Uh, uh, thanks for the call, Tony. Uh, next time uh, you get a chance, give us a call back and we'll talk. Line two, John. You're on KTSa with Trey. Happy Monday, John. Good morning.
2: Yes. Um. I was wondering about uh, where did all the love go? Uh. You know and the Holocaust and all that, or the, the bringing all this back. We thought we ended all that many before many of our lives, you know? And and so why do, why do in the United States of all people to believe in stuff like that, you know, Um, all this stuff with the women and, and man, it's just uh, probably turning people over in their own ways, you know? Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you for the call, John. <clears throat> Here's the deal. And again, it goes back to education in this country. Uh, these people <clears throat> that are, are fascists, who are communists, who are destructive forces in our country today, who are now running our government from the inside, who uh, are treating us as if we're Rome by having homosexual sex in the Senate confirmation room. Oh, you didn't hear that one I talked about it last hour. A Democrat staffer went into that very room that you have seen a million times where we where the senators question people like Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and the rest of them uh as they're getting confirmed and also, you know, question oh this is Senate Senate uh, hearing room. And he's a Democrat staffer, and he goes in there, and he has homosexual sex on the desk. And I'm not going to get explicit, but you can probably figure out what that means and what he was doing, allegedly. And he's blaming the right, and NBC blaming the right for even talking about that. But folks, know your history. We are Rome. But you have that kind of thing that goes on when you have... A, a a a complete contempt for just basic decency. When you have people in a bunny costume twerking on the White House lawn at at uh, at at Easter, and you have people who have fake breasts, and they are men who have fake breasts who wear dresses and makeup, taking their tops off on the White House lawn. I've been telling you about this all year long. What they have been doing. It's no surprise that a Democrat staffer would go into the Senate hearing chambers and get on the desk and have homosexual sex with somebody. We are Rome. They did that in Rome. They had all kinds of of horrific uh, sexual encounters inside their Senate chambers in Rome, right before the downfall. Now, how did we get there? I blame, I, listen, I, not, not just for the cultural issues and all that, but a lot of it goes back to 60 years ago when the communists and the other America haters decided they were going to take over the institutions of learning in America. And they targeted specifically the higher, uh, institutions of learning like colleges and universities and all that, but now they've made their way through K through 12. And I know it's painting with a broad brush. I know there's plenty of great teachers out there and administrators and coaches and all that. I get that. I I understand. I'm talking about a system itself that has moral rot throughout and is teaching people to hate Israel. The only other freedom-loving democracy on planet Earth, and this is the, the sick irony of, of the way these people are acting, is that... Israel protects women's rights, protects the rights of gays and lesbians, and defends them. Where the radical Muslims, the Palestinians, do not. Fee, women in that environment, talking about the Palestinian environment, the Arab environment, are treated like second-class, third-class, fourth-class citizens. They are subjugated to men. And, and uh, homosexuals was just killed. They are just killed. So, yes, where did Americans learn that? Where did they get that? They got it in the colleges and universities and other places across this country. They were taught that in those places of learning. And that's why I say cut off our taxpayer money from going to any of it until they get right and go back and teach what people are going to need for the future. That's why I support Elon Musk in this move he's making for the school that he is trying to build. No dogma, no indoctrination at his school. You're going to come out of that school and you're going to have the skills to be able to work and compete in the future. And that's what education is supposed to do. But unfortunately, that's not what it's doing right now. 210-599-5555. In America. 210-599-5555. i got to tell you about my friends over at Hicks Carpet One. The Hicks family, been at this now since 1935. They have the longest track record of success helping people with their flooring, no matter what kind of flooring you're looking for. They have the largest and best selection of all kinds of flooring at Hicks Carpet One, from their quality hardwood that has all the various colors, all the various styles of different woods. Looking for bamboo? Okay, we can handle that over at hicks you bet or any other kind of hardwood they've got it And carpet and laminate and tile and luxury vinyl plank and on and on the list goes and you always 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 get the beautiful guarantee you know what that is if you don't like your carpet one flooring for any reason at all no questions asked they are going to replace it absolutely free so if you get into the project and you realize you made the mistake of a lifetime no worries no worries They'll replace it for free at Hicks Carpet One. Check them out online at hickscarpetone.com, and you can call them as well at Hicks Carpet One, 210-496-2121. When it
1: comes to air
0: medical transport, air...
2: We are one
0: week away from Little St. Nick showing up 636, Trey Ware, KTSA. Phones are always open at 210-599-5555. Matthew Perry, I'm going to talk about him here shortly. And Bob Pardo, does that name sound familiar? I'll tell you something about him coming up as well, but I want to go to the phones right now in on line one. And Mark, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas, Trey. Hope you all have a great day. A great end of the year. Uh, this whole thing has really come. This whole Israeli and Hamas thing has really spurred me, at least, to start really investigating. And I never could believe it, but I think fundamentally the the problem is it, it's it's a manifestation of the war of of good versus evil in in the in the battle. And the battle is physically is the, is this Muslim Islam versus Christianity and and Judaism, and and that is what is driving this whole thing. And and we now in America for the first time now are seeing the jihad coming to our shores. That's 100% right uh and and you uh, just put your finger on something that I've talked about for quite some time this is a spiritual thing there's a spiritual component behind this as there is behind everything but behind this it started with Isaac and Ishmael uh back in Abraham's day and it and it continues on to this day but to think mark that we have gone through all we have gone through worldwide and we're now at a point where in america and I lay the blame right there on Harvard and Yale and all, UT and all the other institutions across America who teaches their students to hate Israel and and calls for the genocide of, of, of Jews worldwide and right here in our country. But I don't know, did you hear the sound from, uh, uh, from Canada earlier? Let me play that again, Jimmy, on, on uh, cut number one, and, and thank you for your call, Mark. Cut number one, Palestinian terrorist supporters in Canada... Uh, went to where kids were lined up to sit on Santa's lap, and they were beating on drums, they had all kinds of noisemakers, and they were getting in the kids, little bitty children. That's what's so disgusting about these people. No one is off limits. Their new thing is trying to destroy Christmas trees, and they're doing a pretty darn good job of it. And attacking children while they're waiting to see Santa Claus, listen to this. Cut number one, Jimmy. Free, free Palestine! Free,
2: free Palestine. Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinian! Jesus was Palestinian!
0: Jesus was Palestinian! Alright, that's Palestinian. enough. Uh Jesus was not Palestinian, okay? But take the content out of it for a minute, which, which you can't really even do. But just for a sec, these fools, these horrific people are going to little children that mama put on their Christmas clothes to take to see Santa Claus, and they go up to them in a mall, and they're beating on their drums, and they're screaming about freeing Palestine, and Jesus was Palestinian, and so on. Now look, there's another side to this. Because I actually believe that with what they're doing blocking highways and doing things like this, they're doing more harm to their cause than good. They're turning more people off. By these you know, last week they were blocking highways in California, and you've seen what California driving in California some of you, you know what driving in California is like. They were blocking highways, getting out of their cars in the middle of drive time and blocking the entire highway there in California. And you talk about ticking off some drivers, but this is what they're doing: and painting swastikas on Jewish stores, and you know, spraying uh, Jewish people outside of a DC synagogue over the weekend with something something was really odious, and saying "gas the Jews." Now, with them doing that, they're turning more people off to their cause than they're bringing people to their cause, right? I mean, that's the reality of that. But you think about that, and how did we get to that point where people in our country are doing that to other human beings? In America, how did we get to that point? And it's education. That's how we got there. Sixty years of communist manifesto, left-wing education in this country. Anti-American, plenty of hate. And that's how we got to where we are today. Liberal, left-wing, Democrat professors spewing this stuff. And it's manifesting now on the streets of America. What these institutes of hate have taught these people for so long is what you're seeing now manifest on the streets of America. And that's why, once again, you cut off all taxpayer funding period. All right. Real quick here before the break, Matthew Perry, um, the friend's star. His uh, autopsy uh, results came out over the weekend. Showed that he died from uh, ketamine. Ketamine, from what I understand, I don't know that much about it. From what I understand, it's used to put people to sleep, much like propofol, which is what killed Michael Jackson, if you remember. Um, and they get this stuff and they take it. He was he was actually taking it for depression at a clinic and uh, getting injections at a clinic. But apparently, he had some that he had bought somewhere, maybe a prescription. for or whatever, because that's what did him in. It was not his injections from the week before at the clinic. It was actually he had taken some. And I was reminded of his girlfriend or friend of his assistant uh, that said, you know, uh, he had, right after it happened, she said he must have gone back to the dope ex-girlfriend. I guess it was. He, He must have gone back to the dope, she said, because when he would get high, he would head straight for water. And he would put his headphones on, and he would call himself Matman for Batman. He had a, a obsession with, with being Batman. And uh, she said he was in the water, you know, and had had drowned, and had posted a picture, and probably famous enough where you've seen it now, with him wearing his headphones, listening to music, calling himself Matman. So it was ketamine, but they also found that he was taking testosterone injections, and friends of his were saying that, that made him angry and mean. I don't think that happens all the time, but I know that high levels in a in a frequent situation of, uh, of testosterone can give you roid rage, and friends of his said he was deputies said they discovered multiple open empty half-filled medication bottles prescribed to him as well as over-the-counter medications vitamins digestive aids and dishes filled with multiple various loose pills tablets caplets candy and breath mints multiple nicotine vaping products and nicotine lollipops friends saying that he had tried to quit smoking but he was still puffing away two packs a day And with the ketamine in his system, it was equivalent to the general anesthesia given to surgical patients to put them to sleep. So there you go. The Matthew Perry case has now been closed. U.S. Air Force legend Bob Pardo passed away 89 over the weekend. Does that name ring a bell at all? During Vietnam, he was on a mission and was flying with some other jets over north vietnam now everybody knows that if you were shot down over north vietnam you were dead you were a dead man that if the citizens people on the streets caught you then they would just shoot you uh... if you were lucky enough to make it to the hands of the viet Cong, then you ended up in uh, hanoi hilton or whatever and you were tortured and it was just horrific the, the stories and everything else so while Bob Pardo is flying over North Vietnam, they had gone, they had done their mission, and as they were leaving to go to South Vietnam, uh, the other jet that was in his squadron got hit, and he was losing fuel and was losing altitude. It was coming down, boom boom, 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 Obviously, was going to crash in North uh, Vietnam. So Pardo says, "I've got to try something," and he flies up underneath the other jet. And he notices the tail hook on that jet. And he tells the guy flying the other jet, lower the tail hook. So he did, and Pardo flew up underneath it and placed it on his windshield. Now, think about that. You're a couple of feet away. That tail hook's not that long, right? So you're a couple of feet away from that other jet. And he starts pushing the other jet with his windshield with the, the tail hook. And he kept the other jet from descending and crashing. And once they got over south of Vietnam, they bailed out, and they were safe. Everything was fine. And he went down as a hero. And I watched the video of him telling the story. Uh, I think the video was for, like, 2015 or something, he's, him telling the story about doing that. It's a fascinating video if you want to look it up. And he's talking about how you know he found the tail hook, and he said lower the tail hook, and all that. What I what I just told you, and he said the reason I did it is because in the back of my mind, I could hear my dad saying to me, "Well, did you try? Did you at least try?" He said it would, the easy thing to have done would have been just to leave the guy and go and get to to South Vietnam. That would have been the easy thing, and. It would have been okay. In fact, our own government tried to court-martial him for doing it. Our own government. They reprimanded him for further damaging his aircraft, and they wanted to court-martial him. Twenty years later, twenty years later, is when they cleared him and said, it's okay. What you did was okay. I know. The bureaucracy of the military. Anyway. He said, I just kept hearing my dad saying to me, did you try something? And he did. And because he did, others lived. And Bob Pardo passed away. Over the weekend at 89. All right, i got to tell you about my friends over at Stevens Roofing. There's one name in roofing that stands high above all others, and that is Stevens Roofing. A quality roof overhead by Stevens Roofing, well, that means comfort and confidence and peace of mind. And it is protection for all the things you love, particularly your family. And during this holiday season, well, Stevens Roofing wants to thank all first responders and military service members for the protection and peace of mind they provide. And when you're in the market for repairs or a replacement roof, upgrade or whatever... Work with the experienced team that brings local roots and value and vast knowledge of their craft to every single job, and that is Stevens Roofing, providing roofing in commercial and residential. And from my friend Edward and his team over there, they just want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. And if you need them, Stevens Roofing is going to be here for you at 210-7850-994. Critter Evictor excels at all types of rodent removal. you were advising a young person today about military service, would you suggest to them that they get in the military today? I'm going to talk about that coming up on Where and Rhyma this morning and take your calls after seven o'clock this morning on Where and Rhyma. There's a movement that's going on TikTok with the younger generation right now and what they're saying about military service. I'm talking about folks that are in the military and what they're posting on TikTok about military service. And it just made me think if you were t- especially those of you who were in the military, right? And you're looking at it now. And, and we're very short of recruitment goals across the board in all branches of the military right now. Very, very short. And, uh, and, and, and a lot of it has to do with family members. Moms and dads who were in the military telling their kids and their grandkids don't do it. So we'll talk about that coming up in the next hour and take your calls at 210-599-5555. New report out this morning. In addition to the record number of illegal border crossers that have come into the United States over the last several years under Joe Biden, he can now take credit for another historic first. Homelessness at its highest level in history. Black people making up A large percentage of the homeless population in America, 13% of the U.S. population in 2023, but 21% of the U.S. population living in poverty and homeless. Asian and Asian American people, the largest percentage increase in homelessness. They're up 40% from 2022 when Joe came into office. Hispanic and Latino people, the largest numerical increase, up 28% from 2022. And uh, and the numbers continue to grow. Meanwhile, our political leaders are bending over backwards to take care of all the illegal aliens that they are bringing into the country. That's something else we are going to talk about with you on Ware and Ryma this morning. What they are doing uh, with with the illegal aliens and and uh, and and the discussions that are ongoing now between the Biden administration and and Republicans about stemming the tide of illegal aliens coming into the country. Number of Americans upside down on auto loans continue to climb, and Bidenomics as well. It's a disaster for the American economy, massive inflation, high interest rates, high credit card debt, and the lack of consistent savings for most Americans, driving down the standard of living even further. And now, many, many Americans, in fact, it's the highest number we've ever seen, are upside down on their cars, where they owe more on the vehicle than the vehicle is worth, and uh and and many many people in the country cannot afford to even keep their vehicles anymore so they're having to just get rid of them uh and and get on with life um, that's part of a plan to make you to force you over into public transportation to make it so incredibly expensive to own your own car that you got to take their transportation then they can control where you go and then there's this little story from the Wall Street Journal that I laughed at I chuckled at it over the weekend Barack Obama fears that Joe Biden could lose the White House. All this bad news about Joe Biden might force him out of the White House and Trump might win next year. Barack Obama is not afraid of nothing like that because he knows he's in on a cheat. All right, Warren Rima, coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by...